I totally left. I could smell Zanus through his pants out of the Endy Awards. <gasps> I don't know how I did that. I just oh, didn't take wow. a note of it. Yeah. Because wow. that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> wow, corrections. Actually, we forgot to do corrections. Yeah, that's A correction true to the Endies. Okay, that's good. Starting now, I'll take it down. I'll take them all down. You know what? Maybe I could smell Zanus through his pants should compete in, in 2024. Maybe... Maybe it could be remixed or something. Well, I think it should be a correction. Yeah, okay. Okay. Maybe it could win correction. <laughs> That's better than nothing. I do want to write um, that we're multi Endies award winning <laughs> podcasters in our bio. <laughs> we both have them. <laughs> We've won every year. Yeah. They're not, it's not all, you know, just a few. Jamie's but... won one. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Here's some new 2020, 2024 business. business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're doing an emergency Wawu. Right. About Natalia Grace. Right. Because um, the new season is out. Yeah. Six episodes in one week. Yes. Love it's it. Been, I, I love it too. It's been a lot though. It's, it's been like a, a real a assignment that I've had to like I know, work in but this is one of those things that you wanted to get through. It's true. You don't it's want a true. drawn out thing about abuse. No. <laughs> okay. So... During the week between, you know, Christmas and New Year's, mm -hmm. I have that week off from being a parent or doing anything, which is like such a great week for me. And I was going to play a video game. I haven't done that since like 2019. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like, I'm just going to play one game all the way through. Mm -hmm. And um, I picked out the game. I bought it. I did all this shit. And what then game I, was it? Um, it's called Whatever Happened to Edith Finch. Okay, I don't know this game. It's an indie, uh, like, mystery. Mm -hmm. And I like games that, that are stories. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's a very popular subgenre. Yeah. I played a Batman one like that on my iPad once. And then my TV just, like, fried. It mm. just started turning off and on, off and on. It had that problem before. It was just doing that randomly every once in a while. And I just thought it was, like, a ghost situation because mm. it's motion activated, my my television. But now it just was doing that and I couldn't do anything. I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't do shit. So I was really bummed about that. So today they sent a serviceman out to fix it. I had to wait a while for him to show up. So there was two guys and they were all done. They fixed it. I was so happy about today. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was like a main. What were they? Huh? No. Okay. <laughs> there was like a main board, main frame, whatever it's called. Motherboard. In the box. Uh, cause so the, did they replace the whole TV or did they just no, replace the board? The, the way that the Samsung frame is, is there's like the screen and it's completely flat. Like it's flush against the wall. Uh -huh. And then you just have one cord and it connects to a box and that's where everything is, you know, uh -huh. that's where like its brain lives. So they just had to fix something in that, or maybe they uh -huh. replaced the box. I wasn't watching them, but when I went, I went back downstairs to, you know, I had to sign a form and then I was like, Oh, can you help me hang the TV back up? And while they were doing it, like they couldn't figure it out. And um, the one guy farted. Oh my God. For so long. For so long. <laughs> it was one of these, it was one of these like, <laughs> you know, it was like a squeaker. It was like, it was like. And you were there? Yeah. And it was long. That's when you had to sign it? It felt like 10 seconds. It was probably three. Right. But three is still a long time did for anyone, a fart. Did anyone acknowledge it? No. Okay. And it smelled. <laughs> God. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's crazy. I know. I and I think he was trying to hold it in. I mean, and I think that's why been. it squeaked. Right. You know? Right. So yeah, that was what happened to me today. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy farted in my face. 
That's uh, pretty ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's called What Remains of Edith Finch. What Remains of Edith Finch. Yeah. So you still haven't played the game. Is is the thing fixed now? It's fixed. I haven't. I, <laughs> it was right before you came over, so I haven't. I'm was still working, so I haven't tried so you to haven't tried it. You know, fingers crossed. But now I'm like I'm back in the swing of things. I don't want to start a video game right now. Yeah. I'm gonna have to wait until like I don't know spring Next break year. or something. Right. <laughs> Did you see Patty LaBelle trying to say Cardi B's occur? I can't do the click. Do the click. <laughs> Girl, I've been trying to do it for 10 years. <laughs> how does she not know how to do that? I can't roll my R's either. I could, you can't? I could at one point. Yeah. No, I, I can't, can't do whistle. It. Can, you, can you whistle? Yeah. I never learned how to whistle. Right. Well. I don't, you and just I think put your it's lips together and blow. No, that's not it, though. It's not I mean, true. It kind of is. No, it's, it's just not. how I've you tried. put your lips together, you know? Can you do it? I hate it? whistling. I know you I haven't hate. whistled in so long, actually. <laughs> Are you I saying whistle? that one of your pet peeves is when people whistle a song? I might have lost my whistle. I'm learning. <gasps> you lost your whistle. It's not like a bike. Yeah. You forget. Uh, could I ever do it? Doesn't sound like it. That really doesn't. That doesn't sound like whistling to me. It's definitely whistling. No. Yes, it is. No, that's like. No, that sounds it, like that's a, a. That was a whistle. It's that was just not very, a whistle. A whistle is. is like a whistle is you can control the like pitch of it. And no, stuff. I mean there's a there's a scale. It's definitely the mechanism. It's that's not, more like that sounds it, like wind. It, that is what whistling is. But it, it, it's it's whistling. It is. I, I'm, it sounds I'm, like loud wind. It's. But that you command that's, that's how like yeah, that's you, what whistling i'm not just to, blowing out you should be able to do a song or something or go like whoo, whoo, you know that like whistle that like no. sexy whistle or no whatever. i think there's a huge spectrum of like what would define a right, whistle well, i think it's i think it's at its base a very simple act of pushing air out and achieving a pitch i have a fun fact okay first of the year did you know that the confetti in times square uh-uh. no is thrown out by hand. Wow. By a bunch of different people in different building windows. Huh. I always kind of wonder that. Gives it that you authentic know? feel. Yeah. You well, know. also because like you can't really <laughs> have like old a... world confetti. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have um, like a giant net over that. Like, right, right, right. That holds you it all like it in the Super Bowl or whatever. In some way. Right, right. So I kind of, I want that job. Okay. That must be so fun. First of all, it's you a get a... profile. Someone sent me a TikTok of uh, like a like a little mini like two minute bio about this guy who like oh, cool. is in charge of yes. it great i'll Sorry post it done. on our patreon it just seems like a really good job because you get a great seat for yeah. new year's yeah the only thing is you wouldn't be able to kiss anyone because you'd be busy right but i think it'd be so fun to just throw shit like off a balcony you know yeah out I of mean, a window sure i don't know i think it would be fun to do it like once but having to do it for a certain period of time it's, i guess it's not that long it's not that long it's like a like, like a minute but you have to be there the whole time your whole night revolves around this minute especially if it's in times square i mean i don't want to get anywhere near times square on on new year's well, i guess Eve. if you wanted to like be safe and get to the building on time maybe you have to get there at a certain time yeah people are in that building do you know that people line up for Times Square at five in the morning the night before the day before yeah. and then they don't they don't remove the barriers until like 10 30 a.m mm-hmm. and then people run to get it so how the fuck so, are people, and then people are there all day long all day long so they were there they're basically there for 24 hours 
I can't imagine no it being worth it. It's not worth it at all to me. No, thanks. And you have to pee. Some guy yeah. was like interviewed and they were like, how do you go to the bathroom? And he's like, you got to get these. And I thought he was going to hold up diapers. He held up panty liners. Okay. I'm like, you, he must stink. Yeah, <laughs> a panty liner can't even yeah, hold yeah. a regular period. Yeah. Forget like a bladder. What is it for? For light flow days or for yeah. little spritzes? Light flow days. Yeah. If, or like, um, you know. Peeing when you laugh. No, that you need. Depend? Not depends. Uh, it was an, I had to wear them. Poise. Poise. Poise pads. <laughs> I right. had to wear them when I was pregnant. Right. I smelled like a hobo uh-huh. because I kept getting pee. I didn't even realize <laughs> I was peeing. It just like kept pushing out when I was walking. I wouldn't even know. It was just like tiny little drops here and there. And then finally I was sitting on the couch with Dan. And he was like, it smells like piss in here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh God, I think it might be me. <laughs> smell like some homos too. Homos? No, hobos. I know. And I said some homos, homos too. Homos like P2? Well, if they're into it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, at some points. I, um, so did you see Wonka? No. I have, I have songs to sing. Um, well, I have songs to, to treat you to. Well, okay. Wonka, is it good? Uh, I didn't think so at all. Did you notice that so he, his outfit is exactly the outfit of Gonzo in um, oh, A Muppet's Christmas Carol? That makes sense. That exact. makes sense. I oh, mean, is it supposed to be the same time period? No, it's it's a prequel. Oh, of what? Of, of like Willy Wonka era? Like, is it that supposed to be like? Um, I was well, thought, no, TVs were invented. I thought the original was kind of set in the '60s. It seemed like it, right? right? Just um, the way they dress. I, I read the book, 60s. but I can't remember. I mean, I think it was just set when Roald Dahl wrote the book, and when when did he write the book in the early '60s? Right? Yeah. Did you ever read any of his adult stuff? Uh, no, I read a lot of his stuff. I mean, he I, was my favorite writer for a while. Same. I read, um, I've read all of his kids things. I got Una really into him. But and I, then, I guess like, boy, people love that book a lot. Was it Uncle Oslo or Uncle Aldo or something? Oswald? Uh, Uncle Oswald. It is sexual. It is so sexual. Well, he was very ribald. He was. And I don't think he liked children. I, the the main thing I want to tell you is I just want you to hear this song. It's a musical. And it's not that... Are none I, of the songs hit the way that the original... And the original is a musical, but there's not that many songs in that movie. The music for a there's musical for is, death. is sparing. Well, there's a Oompa Loompa. You could say that's the same song. Okay. There, so there's singing for each death. Yes, yeah. pretty quickly. And then he has... What does he have? Two songs? Pure Imagination. Yeah. And um, Cheer Up Charlie is the worst. Always Cheer Up Charlie. Everyone that. hates Cheer Up Charlie. <laughs> There's also I've Got a Golden Ticket. Yes. But I think that's it, isn't it? Okay. So it's not that many songs. This he this he comes out singing and it's like, oh. No, um, I want it now. That one. That's true. That's a good song. <laughs> Actually, I wish more songs were like, I want it now. <laughs> um. Okay, so here's here's one of the songs that I heard. Tell me if this reminds you of anything, and then I'll tell you what it reminds me of. Okay. Just like low-key, and I'll sing along. It might not be super obvious. It's called Scrub Scrub. Okay. I already don't like it. I don't like this industrial, like, steampunk thing. It's kind of like um, the Bette Midler, the beaches. The- yeah, the scary, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. First you pick up the apparel and you stick it This is actually not bad. Scrub, scrub. Here's what it reminds me of. Wait, wait, wait can I hear it? Yeah. Well, it's that part, though. Oh. But he'll kind of repeat it. And it's hung up really high until it's nearly dry. Scrub, scrub. 
I don't know. It does seem familiar, though. Right? Here's, here's what I hear. When you're sliding yes. into first, you feel something burst, yes. diarrhea. <laughs> I was like, why What's are they happening in diarrhea? the movie when that happens? Is it something with chocolate? No. It's oh. <laughs> not yet. Uh, Wonka comes to, I actually don't know if it was London or somewhere in, I guess it was supposed to be London. I guess it was supposed to be London. And I may have missed markers, but it also seems generically London, I guess, in a way that the first one is. Yeah. And half of the cast has American accents. Okay. It's just split down the middle. And it's like, you never know what you're going to get. Huh. Um, Though, but the Oompas are from a completely different world. Oompa Land. Yeah. I actually didn't even get, I turned oh, it what off. Do they, what do they look like in this? Well, it's Hugh Grant. Is like, just the I, only one? I think it's multiple Hugh Grants, but I know that, that he's one of them. I don't know if it's... I don't know. I, I didn't get to Little That's Olympus. weird, huh? Who, wait, who directed this? The director is Paul King. Paul King is also known for Paddington and Paddington 2. Oh, Paddington 2 is really good. People like it. You know what? I actually have issues with Paddington 2. I really like whoever was the guy that did the voice. It's it's very cute and charming yeah. and stuff. But that that like madcap finale thing that depends on like everything going perfectly. I mean, it's not on like Mission Impossible, really, but still. I mean, the Oompa Loompas were enslaved peoples, essentially. They were like, yeah. they were savages in quotes <laughs> that Wonka their skin colonized. was a different color yes and the, so that book so that the that part of the book that has been totally i mean even in in the 70s in the movie they knew not to do that i, I thought that i mean they didn't show it but they do he does mention that he got them from oompa loompa land he does he and does he acts like he saved them right but like no he enslaved them so they wonka arrives in this you know bustling town and he has so much technology he's able to like um give people chocolates that fly and he doesn't, oh, and he doesn't have a deal. Yeah, he does. It, the, the thing is that what the movie skips, what the actual interesting origin story of Wonka would be was how did he get his powers? And he already has his powers. He's just slightly oh, younger with his powers. I thought it was about how he got his powers. This is, how, this is about how he got his company. Okay, capitalism. Exactly. It's, it's like if you're doing the prequel, I guess he would have had to be too young and then Chalamet couldn't play him. Chalamet, I think, is without charisma. Oh, I, I it's he's phoned it in hard. He's like trying to think. I think I've only seen him in Call Me By Your Name and the vampire movie. What was it called? Bones, Bones and All. Yeah, Bones and All. I liked him in Bones and All a lot. I like him in Dune. But oh, in Dune. But uh, movies are divisive. I love it. No one can agree on movies. Yes. All of the big movies have their have their very kind of vocal naysayers and proponents. It's kind of like that with the music, too. It is kind of like that with music. It's more, you're right, it's more of a kind of stand thing that has emerged. But they're like, because like the Times review, the Manola Dargis review of um, the Zone of Interest was a total pan. I'll, really? Yeah. Let me read you this lead. What is the point of the Zone of Interest? I've seen Jonathan Glazer's movie twice, and each time I've returned to this question, something that I rarely feel compelled to ask. Movies exist because someone needs or wants to make art tell a story, drive home a point, defend a cause, expose a wrong, or simply make money. All that is clear from what's on screen is Glazer has made a hollow self-aggrandizing art film exercise set in Auschwitz during the Holocaust. It's, I, uh, there's so many issues with that. The first right. one is being, it's not an art film. 
It's nothing okay. like what you would think right, of a because, classic. Is it slow or something? It's slow. It's but, like a lot of indie movies. That, but it's but the but like I haven't even seen it. But just reading about it or whatever, it's just. What is the point? The point. The, the movie point is, is that the like movie the pummels watching, you in the fucking face. Yeah, like watching people live normally while a uh, Holocaust is happening. It, I've it, learned it, actually that genocide and Holocaust are different. Mm. Holocaust is when you're trying to wipe out a people altogether everywhere. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then genocide is when you're trying to wipe out a people in a certain area. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. I just think that like for a movie that at the very least you could like muse what it might try to be saying because it's such a forceful statement. And if you're still coming up with what is the point of this, like that's a you problem. That's not a movie problem. Yeah. And I to mean, lead I feel with like that as that, that's your, it's, it's an implied, it couldn't be more blatant. The movie's a sledgehammer to your senses. And then um, also the color purple has gotten good reviews. Nope. Okay. It's a nope from me, dog. But I thought that they, they did make What's Her Face bisexual in it. Well, I, more than she is in the first movie. Okay. But the romance, the like, Celie finds redemption with a tongue in her pussy. Okay. Yeah. That she, she does not in this movie. And she has a brief kiss with Suge. And the word love is mentioned in a song. And then they basically they tongue? no, huh. it's a smooch. Hmm. And then basically the rest of their dynamic is exactly how it played out on screen in the first movie. They, so what's the point of remaking and it? From, well, from what I understand, the musical which I didn't see, I was talking to somebody at a party oh, who felt the, similarly. An, uh, it's an adaptation of the, of the of the yes okay. of the of the acclaimed you know Broadway show and. The songs didn't hit for me, but I also wasn't mad at them. And I found them like legitimately soulful. I mean, Fantasia, I love her. She's I'm always rooting for Fantasia. I wanted to like this movie and her performance more. Mm. I wanted it to fucking give me new dimensions. The other thing is that. Even in the first one, you know, I feel like you you see Seely writing, right? She's like writing. Mm -hmm. She's narrating it to Nelly. She's not a writer in this. And. To me, the part of the point of The Color Purple is that Celie is a good writer no matter where she is on like a standardized literacy spectrum. And so to take out the writer part of Celie, I think, is to fundamentally misunderstand the text. What is she in this? She's just not a writer? She just, I mean, she's clearly communicating with Nelly, with Nettie because you hear some of Nettie's letters. So clearly they're being written back and forth after Celie discovers them with Suge's help. You know, all the whole thing that happens. And it goes a little bit more into her pants making. Oh, okay, <laughs> you know, that she, actually like, interests into, me. You know, she starts selling pants. Yeah, she beca- and she's like she's on like the cutting known edge. For her pants. Yeah, because yeah. like people didn't, they weren't able to get pants anywhere, and exactly. she's like, "I'll make you pants." As a woman, uh, for you know women, why? pants for women, pants for women. Yeah, made by a woman who loves a woman. Yeah, seems right to me. <laughs> you know, that a lesbian would make pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It, it it has a kind of. So it was just very disappointing to me. I care a lot about the color purple and uh, it didn't do it for me. Oh, and I have one more movie thing. Unless okay. you want to do something. I have a new, I have another song. I rewatched The Boy and the Heron, the Miyazaki movie. Okay. Which uh, I liked more the second time when I was stoned, but I still think does not add up to that much. It's kind of incoherent. It's very dream logic-y. And really the, the, the main character's motivation is 
all over the place and sometimes opaque after he enters this tower to save this woman and then kind of finds her and is like, okay, well, I did that. So I'm just going to keep walking around and there's an army of parakeets and, you know. This is animated. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then this theme came on and I was like, oh, wow, the it does one of those things like, um, Mr. Jurassic Park. Oh, you know, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> see a dinosaur. <laughs> see a dinosaur. song of a boy in the harem <laughs> this is the song of the boy in the harem this is the song of the boy in the harem this is the song of the boy in the harem <laughs> wait i have one too that i um uh, just found kind of you, what were you watching what was it uh the crown okay so, like because you know there were new episodes, so it wasn't very good. The second oh, really? half of the last season. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. but still, Diana, did she, is it like I mean, when she was, died? Yes, and then and then it shows like Will's and Harry like at school and stuff. Is mostly William because you know it's about the crown. Mm-hmm. And um, I just it just felt too TV movie to me. Like it just, I think it's too soon. The thing that was good about the earlier seasons was that it was so far removed in time mm-hmm. and a lot of the people were dead and you could be more honest about stuff. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of files had been released or whatever. And this is about like Kate and Will like meeting in the beginning of their, their courtship. Snore. And I didn't give a fuck about that. Yeah. yeah. They are so boring. Yeah. So just to let you know, or if you didn't know, Elizabeth the second, her nickname was Lilibet. Mm-hmm. And um, Meghan Markle and Harry actually named their daughter Lilibet as a way to suck up, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I hear. Lilibet. That's you just really say it the good. Whole time. Yeah, mine's mine's very repetitive as well. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what? This was during scenes of the did the scenes feature the baby? I'm sorry. The the the, the scenes and that this song played in. Like what was no. happening in the scene? No, but they call Queen Elizabeth the second little bit. Like okay. her family calls her. So that. is she in these scenes as well? This is the intro. The intro. Oh, it's yeah, the, the intro. intro okay, music. I thought yeah. it was just like a score. I thought it was a scene score. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Have you been paying attention to the Mama June stuff? No, what happened? Well, Anna died. I knew that. Okay, yeah. and you know that they've been like selling freshies of her and stuff, right? What? They oh yeah, they're What's like freshies. Mo- freshies. Uh, they sell these like air freshener things. What? Yeah, they sell like they sell so much what, for stuff. Cars or something? Yeah, I guess so. Or I guess like your your stinky living room, if you know. But is it like a, is it like an air freshener or is it like one of those things you plug in like a glade? 
I think it's I think it's like a I think it's a non plug-in leave out thing, you know, like a okay. just like a sit just sitting there kind of okay. thing. I think so. I mean, we could look it up. Ex- like a potpourri kind of thing. Yeah, or like you know, there there would be those synthetic ones yeah. that like are have like plastic bubbles in them that that diminish over time. Okay, are these like they're in her image or just they're like this is a dedicated to her? Like, is are there pictures of Anna on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there were pictures of Anna on it. It's a of bag. Lot of they're just stuff. getting shit from China. Yeah, yeah, they get shit from China. They talked about that before. But also, I actually, I'm I'm so like barely paying attention to it. I I was hoping that you did too. But they, you know, there was a thing where Mama June was like, they've been live streaming constantly. There was the weird footage of her maybe snorting something. Oh, during I didn't it, know that. There was yeah, TMZ like asked her about it, which she denied it, of course. And uh, what some people felt they saw uh, on social media. I'm sure they'll she show was it on uh, TikTok. Doing a, a oh. TikTok live, and the in front of her children. Of viewers, yes, <laughs> they walked away <gasps> from this from thinking that she was doing some kind of drugs while she was. What uh, do you think it is? TikTok live. I don't know. Um, she denies it. Smoking something because she's leaning down. Um, and at, but at you, but it could be that she leaned down and kind like, of like hit you know, her um, her. But what was she holding? Nose she with a straw. I don't, a ring or something. Hit her nose with a straw. I've done that. I fell on that dick by accident. I've done that too. Over and over again. I've done that too. People were saying about her TikTok live. She said, "I have been straight sober." Since January 27, 2020. Liar. Drugs, Liar. Oh, she went through all the pandemic without drink. doing drugs. Obviously, she went on TikTok live last night and we, we got an influx of tips this morning. People also said she like rubbed her nose. So they thought maybe she was sniffing something off camera. But we reached out to her and she just wants to be very clear that not only is she sober, has been sober since 2020, but I guess for her show, she has to do these drug screenings and she claims she's never failed a drug screening. That's okay, but shit. how long does does do many things living your system not very long no, yeah only There's weed a, is it stays around the half-life of like c- coke is like you piss that out and you're done yeah it's basically like what like two days or Maybe. something and what you're actually seeing in the video is she was cooking at the time and i guess she's blind in one eye so she was actually right. going oh that is so true she could read the comments and that is box, true which makes sense oh she's read i guess what is that thing that in one. her hand but it also seemed what? like she was yeah. eating at the time like she know? was no she was cooking. <laughs> no, I know, it does but, seem I mean, like she was also, eating i was about like, to say that like she's chewing something at well in the very beginning she drinks something out of a straw so i think i mean she's I multitasking may, here and yeah. the straw may have been a <laughs> Okay, I mean, I I have to say, I did in the very beginning. I initially thought like, oh, she's definitely doing drugs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, when he brought up how she's nearly blind, she yes. does have to hold things right does, up to her face. She does. I've seen her do that. Yes. Yeah. But there's also so she, they have custody of Caitlin, who's Anna's baby. Oh God. Yeah. She and wanted to keep that father, baby away from I them. I don't. I don't know about what the father why the father lost the initial kind of battle was he with anna or no i don't think so i don't i don't honestly i don't know anything about it. i really thought you would i thought you could film me in oh no sorry but i do i took pictures of them on live or on instagram but look at this picture of her in the hospital (laughs) when anna was dying (laughs) 
yeah her her fake teeth are so white so i just catch bits and pieces here and there her skin looks like absolute shit it does so in the next season you know they're pushing out the next season of the show starting next month um i mean anna's not their body's not cold yet you know jesus um and uh I don't remember. I think what I saw. Do they document her dying? Yes. But, and I think what I saw is that the cameras did not go into the funeral, but that the family invited paparazzi to is what I saw people (gasps) talking about. Okay. So I, I bet I can break this down. I bet that they sold the funeral to another outlet and that's why, and it had to be exclusive. So that's why they didn't allow their camera crew to go. June invited people magazine to Anna's funeral. Okay. Yeah. So she got paid for that. All right. Do you have anything? I feel like I took up a lot. Um, well, I did want to bring it back around to potpourri for a second. Okay. <laughs> um, one time I went to a party. It was a going away party for someone at work and it was happening in her backyard uh-huh. and it was nighttime and someone handed me this like little thing of tinfoil was like wrapped. There was something wrapped in it. And mm-hmm. I was like, what's this? And they said a party favor and then walked away and I was like, sick. I thought it was an edible. Drugs. I opened it. Yeah. And it was like. It looked like leaf. It definitely looked organic. And I was like, huh, um, maybe this is mushrooms. Whatever. I do. I do organic. So I put it in my mouth to eat it. And it was potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck would you call potpourri a party favor? Party favor. That ridiculous. That's deceptive. But I looked like such a disgusting pig. <laughs> I opened up this fucking thing and then tried I'll to eat, eat it. it. <laughs> it was to throw in the is, fire. I'll try to eat it. It was like for some ceremony <laughs> that they wanted to do to throw it in the fire. And so I was like, oh, I thought it was Part, drugs. Party favors does not suffice. If there's something you need to be throwing into a fire ceremoniously. You should you say should this be, is a ceremonial item. Yeah. <laughs> throw We're going to be the using this for, the ceremony, for right. the ceremony. Okay. I have a fun fact. Okay. I think you'll agree. RFK has dysphonia. <gasps> That's why he talks like that. Wait, I, RFK hear him talk. I don't know if I've ever heard him talk. I hadn't either until really recently. Get a load of this. Get a load of this. Let's get this part out of the way. Your voice is raspy. Why don't you explain to our audience why? I had a very, very strong voice till I was 46 years old. It was unusually what? strong. And I was. Is he always talked like this? Even at this that time, talks? I was making a lot of my income yeah. speak, doing public speaking, and I could speak to large halls without it. I have the exact same experience. This is. This is bold to become a public speaker. I thought so. Well, apparently he was already and has like continued oh, he, to. He went into dysphonia? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But still. He's trying it. Yeah. But it's, it's not an accent. It just sounds like he's like. Uh, uh. He, explain, he explains why. It's like a neurological thing, okay. you know. And then in 1996, when I was 42 years old, I got struck with a disease, a neurological disease, an injury uh, called spasmodic dystonia. dystonia. And it makes my voice oh, dystonia, tremble. dysphonia, not dysphonia. And, no, it's dysphonia. Uh, dysphonia. dysphonia. I actually yes. at the time. <laughs> That's what I mean. I, I didn't know what was wrong with it. But when I would go on TV, um, people would write me letters and say, you have spasmodic dystonia and you should see Dr. Blitzer, who is the, Does he saying uh, dystonia the physician dystonia? who was most famous for treating him. He's saying him. dystonia. He's saying dystonia. So he has he dystonia. That I had no, but that's not so, that what that um, is. I, uh, dystonia is like with your joints. I read that it was dysphonia, right? 
this is spasmatic dysphonia. I don't know. For some reason, it sounds like he's saying dystonia. It sounds like he, he's saying dystonia. But it's it's spasmodic dysphonia. Dysphonia International has an article. That's where I got it, actually. It, you know, it makes it, uh, I think it makes it problematical for people to listen to me. I cannot listen to myself on TV. I will never listen to this broadcast, and I won't <laughs> listen to any. So I feel sorry for you guys having to listen to me. All right. Uh, but uh, I'll say right. one other thing. <laughs> no. my, we my got it. So it was much worse. I just want to do a highly recommended. Okay. I really like this book a lot. I couldn't put it down. It's called The Look Back Window by Kyle Dylan Hertz. About okay. It's really heavy. I mean, uh, you know, I haven't read A Little Life, but, and I know this is shorter, but it's about his, him overcoming the abuse that he went through as a teen. Okay. And, um, but he's also really funny about like New York and just gay people. Oh, this is a true story. It's auto fiction from what I understand. I don't know exactly how mean? much. Oh, it's just auto autobiographical fiction. Oh, that, here's, this is an awesome thing he says about New York that I thought was so true. The price of entry was mild suffering, like almost everything else about New York. That was also how you were able to tell who would survive the city and who would not. Who would take the myriad inconveniences of life here and pretend it was real suffering? Oh, oh, actually, he's talking about the Metrograph, which is an okay. example of a very uncomfortable movie theater. Yes. No offense to Metrograph, but are you kidding me with those seats? Are also, you kidding me? They, they have a bar and then they don't let you bring the drinks in. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. The, 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 the seats are unconscionable they, to me. They and are. That They're movie very theater is way too new to be that uncomfortable. Yeah. I know people love that movie theater. That's I know, great. But there's a guy who would just it's all he wanted to do yeah. on dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they play great stuff. I mean, it is great programming, but I just can't with the seats. The seats are part of the experience. Yeah. The Eagle, the leather bar in Chelsea that had become so run down, it was easier to piss in a man's mouth than in a urinal. <laughs> <laughs> um, although the Eagle has since been built up and is like I went there with you one time. I think before it was like I mean, now it's very women friendly, but back in the day it was taboo. I was the only woman that <clears throat> yeah. was for sure. And there was such graphic porn on the TVs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds there right. Were people in like actual like harnesses. Yeah. We, I think we were on mushrooms or something and we, and I think we were with Brian. It was when you first started dating Brian. Okay. And I, I, it wasn't that night though, because that night we went home after that freestyle thing for sure. Yeah, I don't definitely. know if we did. Yeah, I think we all went to that bar together. I don't know because the Eagle is so far from where we were. Okay, well, I would go to the Eagle more often if it weren't like so far. Where? What were we doing that I went with you? And then we went, but we were definitely with Brian. And we went, and then I was like, I don't think this is like a place for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even think I got a drink. I think I just left. Well, you tried. It's true. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, Patreon.com yes. slash pot psychology bonuses. Um, I have a lot of stuff. I have like videos and stuff left. I don't even know this stuff because we haven't actually recorded a new real episode in quite a while. Oh, since before Christmas. So I have like a lot of stuff and stuff. Okay. And you know what? Rate and review us too, please, if you would. Did you do that? Thanks. Bye. Bye. By the way. What? 
I want a feast. You ate before you came to the factory. I want a bean feast. Oh, one of those. Cream buns and donuts and fruitcake with no nuts. So good you could go nuts. You're going to have all those things when you get home. No, now. I want a ball. I want a party. Pink macaroons and a million balloons and performing baboons and give it to me. Now. I want the world. I want the whole world. I want to lock it all up in my pocket. It's my bar of chocolate. Give it to me now. I want today. I want tomorrow. I want to wear them like braids in my hair and I don't want to share them. I want a party with roomfuls of laughter. 10,000 tons of ice cream And if I don't get the things I am after I'm going to scream I want the works I want the whole works Presents and prizes and sweets and surprises Of all shapes and sizes and now don't care how I want it now. Don't care how I want it now. <laughs>